Independent grind powered by Tech Nine. Joining us now is Chicago's own Kari. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, not bad. How's uh? How is it still cold in Chicago, or what's going on there? Nah, man. Um, we had a decent winter. It's usually crazy here, but this is nothing nice. We had like one blizzard. It was like a, it was like a common cold or something. You know, we're over <laughs> it though. It, it feels really good right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm by the beach. It's sunny. So I'm actually outside. I'm outside talking to you right now. So oh damn, that's how good. It is. Um, do you? I guess like does that does that help you creative? I don't know. Like sometimes in the winter, I'll get like in a funk or whatever. Do you find that like when the seasons change, you're a little more like creative or? Oh, absolutely. Uh, today I took the train. It just it, the sun was beaming. Um, right now I'm actually uh, in Rogers Park working with some friends of mine. A group called the Oh Mys. And we're just working on some music right now, and the vibes are great. We just had a home-cooked meal in the middle of our session, and <laughs> just, you know, just trying to feel good, you know? And those winter months are like, they emotionally, they take a toll on you sometimes, and, you know, music is about emotion, and like, that that could, that leaks into the music, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you say the Omis? Yeah, the Omis. Oh, yeah, they're fucking dope. That's that's awesome. You guys working, so you're working on something together? Absolutely, yeah. I love these guys, and uh, they just—they teach me a lot, and they're really—they're they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Maceo's voice is beautiful, and Nick's just like really, really good at composing and mm. arranging things. You know? Yeah, I feel like I know like all these Chicago like because I'm not from Chicago or anything, but I follow like and I see you people following with and working with and stuff, and it feels like there's a real like community feel in chicago like the like i found out the OMIs through somebody else and then there's like all these guys that are just like y'all supporting each other and stuff so like is there is there that like cohesive feel or like collective almost in in chicago right now absolutely you know and i think we're trying to create that and you know we're, we we try to curate that as much as possible because you know we come from a generation of people it's very competitive and people are trying to you know stay away from each other and you know cut each other's heads off whereas like it's fun to just we love each other because we love the music so much and it's that that air it feels good you know the fact that we can come together and collaborate on what we love and share it with the world actually you know mm-hmm. yeah that's one thing i've noticed with your music cause you work with a lot of like local chicago guys which is super dope um who are some like your yeah, favorite artists of- to work with in the city um to to work with uh obviously my brother mulatto beats that's just we've been making music forever um him and i have dropped a bunch of projects <clears throat> well right now i'm working on a new project uh primarily with this guy eddie burns he's a drummer um he's amazing he's he's drums for that girl claro they're like worldwide mm-hmm. um he well we're working on this stuff uh i like working with uh so there's a bunch of people I like working with. Uh, Green Slime and I just dropped a project. He uh, he DJs for Mick Jenkins. Uh, that's like my brother too. I work with my friends really. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out Do- Dolly Austin is a guy I like to rap with a lot. Carion um, is my homie. It's like my good friend. There's a bunch of people that I like working with. Mm-hmm. I can't. If you're like sending, my mind is like going all over. <laughs> def- definitely the Omis. Like I'm definitely trying to you know get into a groove of working more with him. Cause yeah. it helps me musically, you know. I rap and like I play a little guitar, but 
they teach me a lot of you know necessary musicality yeah you mentioned like working with your friends and stuff and i feel like that's what's cool about it is like i followed like i was a big kids these days fan and that's sort of like what got me into like interested in like chicago hip-hop and stuff and it seems like all y'all like went to the same schools and hung out together and grew up together like so i'm curious like absolutely man <laughs> shout out shout out kids these days shout out vic Mensa forever shout out uh chance you know those they created i mean they they kind of you know they really uh, broke the walls down. They broke barriers, and they were so intelligent about it. Like they're so smart, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're still they're still really smart in what they do. And they they really led uh, they led like a revolution in Chicago with the youth and um, created an economy here too, you know. Mm-hmm. And like taught the young kids that we can come together and make music and that's okay you know we don't don't listen to what anybody says man mm-hmm. <laughs> get, get together with your homies and do what you love to do what, what was your experience or i guess how did you get into into music was it just like every all your friends were doing it and stuff and then you wanted to try it or like how did you sort of take that jump into it um i've always been into music i grew up my parents were music lovers and um <clears throat> My mother used to sing to me, you know, and my dad, my dad used to make me start like nodding my head before he would press play on his music. <laughs> he would be like, hey, nod your head. And then he would press play and Jay-Z would come on or something, you know. So like I had best of both worlds, too, because my parents were young. So my mom, you know, gave me that smooth soul factor I needed. She used to sing like Jill Scott and Erica and you know, India Ari, Sade, that type of stuff, outcast to me, you know, my dad was more like Jay Z, Mob Deep, Biggie, you know, that type of stuff. So I I grew up around that and my stepfather, he had a studio in our living room and he was a producer. And uh so I, I used to see him banging on the NPC and I would when I was like five or so I used to hop on the mic and spit a little bit. So <laughs> I grew up <laughs> not really making sense just making up words and stuff. I remember I used to rap about Spider-Man and stuff, you know. But I I had flow, but I didn't say words I would make up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still make up words sometimes. Nobody catches it. It's tight. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, and I I when I got into high school, that's that's when I just started, you know, really there was this I remember one day I I had started smoking weed and I was I was smoking weed with this kid Oscar. And uh he was just like he went to my school and he's a little older than me and he was playing this other kid will that i went to school with and i you know i just heard it was just rap it was the first time i heard somebody that i knew you know who had recorded a rap and i was like who is this he's like that's will i'm like excuse me like this is the this is the dude i cross paths with every day like he's he's rapping like this <laughs> you know and that's when i realized like oh shit like i need to go i could i need to go hop on the mic or something you know yeah, what were and, uh, some of your your biggest influences that you gained from the artists your parents listened to? Um, to this day, when it comes to making my own music, I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say like Sade. Mm-hmm. I like Sade because she like she lets the music breathe a little bit, whereas like a lot of the other artists, they beat the beat up mm-hmm. like they you know hip-hop is like you you telling your story so you filling up as much space as you can but like the style of just like letting you know letting the music play and you know marrying the music with your voice and stuff Sade for sure outcast a lot just being imaginative you know like 
you know, letting your mind wander and not being afraid to let your mind wander on the music, you know, not concealing anything. <laughs> 3K and uh, Big Boy just had that crazy flow. Ludacris was one of my, Ludacris was my first favorite rapper, Ludacris, because he used to just say wild stuff and like be theatrical and stuff. I don't rap like Ludacris though. Like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to like, <laughs> I don't know how to be that like super just entertaining, like an opera almost, mm-hmm. you know? I love that shit. Yeah, I always um, think Ludacris is like crazy underrated. Like, I feel like people don't talk about him enough as like much of a legend. Is he? I don't know if it's because he's like made the transition to like actor and stuff, but like, I mean, back in the day, I remember back in the day, like when like Word of Mouth came out, like that was the album. <laughs> Word of Mouth was amazing. Yeah. Is that the one with she's? Is that the one with uh, she's a hoe? Uh, I th- I think so. Yeah, I always remember it because it has this skit where like he's getting the blowjob or something, and I like had to hide that from my parents, like trying to listen to that album. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Did your parents let you listen to rap? Um, I kind of like got away with it. Like I found some shit through my brother and stuff. Um, there was a while where they gave a fuck and then they they kind of stopped caring. Right, right. Cool. What about you? Were your parents like? Because since they were so musical, were they like cool with you just kind of listening to whatever and doing whatever? Yeah, my parents would have me young. They couldn't keep certain things away from me. They tried, but like, you know, I was inspired by everything I saw, and I've always been like wide eyed and like paying attention. So I picked up a lot from my parents, actually. <laughs> How'd they feel about yeah. the, the title Operation Hennessy? Uh, my parents don't care about nothing. <laughs> they don't care about, my like, I could do it. You know, my, me and my parents have a tight relationship. They're not, they don't want me to censor myself. Mm-hmm. So they like it. That's actually my little brother on the cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to ask you who that was. Yeah, that's my little brother. No, I was like, hey, Ma, uh, where, where's Noah at? I need him to uh, hold the bottle of Hennessy for me. And she's like, okay, he's at home. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, yeah, let's get into let's get into Operation Hennessy. Tell me a little bit. I know it's like produced in full by Green Sign. Like, how'd you how'd you get linked up with him? And how did the how did the process of starting the album go? Um, like I said, Green Slime is one of my favorite people to work with. Um, so like. We just have that natural flow, like me and a lot of me and Slime's conversation, you know, stems from things that don't even have to be said, you know, we just vibe like that. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing. It's just like we started making a bunch of songs like a couple of years ago. And I was like, of course, we're going to make a project. We already got like, you know, two or three that we really rock with. And I'm I'm bad at like being like, all right, I'm about to start a project before I actually, you know, start having you know before i start conceptualizing it or whatever mm-hmm. so now i'm trying to get into that flow where i can be like all right i'm gonna do this and it's gonna get done how i want it to get done but so me and slime just had these songs and it just came together naturally once we had you know three before it was like boom let's do four more and here we go we got a dope project mm-hmm. and you know it feels good to like it feels good to have that since we're like i like what i'm doing and i'm gonna finish it you know because i make I, I have hundreds of unfinished songs that are probably decent but you know they just didn't make me feel like i'm gonna finish them and put them out you know mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of i'm sure a lot of musicians have a hard job were you guys <laughs> so like in the studio together because i like what i like about your style is it sounds like like the way you rap it's like almost natural like it's sort of like stream of consciousness a little bit where you're just sort of like you just have a natural way where it kind of like falls out so i'm curious are you like writing to the beats do you have stuff in mind or are you just kind of going what's your process like um yeah definitely for this i think for for the past couple of years it's been like i'm writing to the music you know 
when I was in high school, I and I used to write in class to not a beat because mm-hmm. I'm not paying attention to the teacher. You know, I used to just write words, and uh, I just I don't do that anymore. I'm not just sitting. You know, sometimes I sometimes I'll have an idea that I like, and I'm like, oh, I can't forget this phrase or this, you know, this whatever I told myself, and I'll write it. I'll write it down in a note, and maybe a song will come from that later. But as far as starting to write a song, I have to be like in the moment where I'm, I think I'm about to record. You know, like I know I'm about to record. I'm gonna, you know, sit. Well, so for Operation Hennessy, I would, I would. He sent me a couple of those beats, and I wrote to them. But for like. A couple, for maybe two or three, I had to be sitting in the studio and filling the beat out, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely writing to the music, though. I know you mentioned Green Slime. Is that how you got linked up with Mick for, for Pony? Um, no, I've, I've, I think I linked up with Mick back when I was in this group called Heard Everybody mm-hmm. with Superboy. And um, that's, yeah, we had a few songs with him. Where, where do but, you... Um, so I've, I've known Mick for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know you dropped a, um, another project. Like, I guess I'm curious for for you. Like, you're dropping a lot of music. You always work with uh, like Mulatto Beats a lot. Um, Green Time. Do you like doing that one one pro- like having one producer for your album kind of thing? Yeah, collaborative music just feels good. You know, it's, it's easy, and I'm not a producer too, so like, I have decent beats. But I would really rather work with somebody who wants to produce. You know, <laughs> so we can both both spend take time given what we do our all you know mm-hmm. and uh I, over time i definitely want to get better at producing and like you know get better at making beats and stuff yeah so did you i guess i'm curious about that did you like when did you start to make beats versus just sort of primarily rap like have you what's it like trying to t- sort of venture into new ground like that uh as soon as i have the time and the space to make beats and like the equipment too I, I started doing it because you know my friends are doing it around me and sometimes it's like oh i want you to change something in this beat and it's like i could just do it myself now you know mm-hmm. just like now me and Devin, when we're making a beat we don't even have to talk to each other sometimes it's like i'll walk up to the computer like oh let me change something really fast and you know he just lifts his hands and then because i know how to do it i can do it <laughs> that's awesome uh well yeah we'll let you get out of here soon but um real quick like what are you working on now i know you just dropped operation Hennessy, but what have you mentioned working with the omis what do you got coming up that you're excited about um i'm definitely working on another project right now i'm really excited about that uh not too many details i can give you <laughs> but uh i'm working on just a bunch of content you know that's i think this year i'm gonna spend take a lot of time just you know, getting better at what I do and actually sharing it, you know, not being so much of a recluse. <laughs> That's what I do. Word. You got any shows coming up or anything? Um, not that I know of. Uh, I'm going to be doing like a Q&A with Kevin Koval on April 23rd at a hotel. Go to my Instagram for details. That's Chicago Kari. Um, on, wait, is, is it just Chicago Car? Yeah, it's just Chicago Car. <laughs> Chicago Car, Q A R I. And um, my Twitter is Iraq Backwards, which is how you spell my name, Kari. <laughs> <laughs> but in uh, my Twitter is Kari Kari Kari. I'm sorry, that's not that's the Iraq Backwards <laughs> name, but either way, you can find me. Kari Kari Kari. Kari 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 and Chicago Kari. But, um, I'm just I'm just working on a bunch of stuff and like well I appreciate you guys you know checking in on me and giving me a chance to you know talk about myself and let people know what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. We dug the project, so we're happy to have you on. Um, real quick before we let you get out of here, we got three random questions for you. 
Um, first okay. up, you're going to a gas station. What are you picking up? I'm going to a gas station to get some water and um, some gas for my uh, for my friends <laughs> to drive me because my friends always have to drive me places. So I'm like, all right, I'll give you some gas. But I'm just, I, I, I go to gas stations to get like a bottle of water because I smoke hella weed. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is uh, um, Harold's or Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus, man. And it's like, we could talk about it, okay? It used to be different. And I, and we, it's admittedly, now they fry their chicken too hard or something, but the sauce is goddamn amazing. You know what? Okay, yes. I'm an Uncle Remus person. It's like, I'm all. No, I can't say that. <laughs> I'm a radical. I'm, I'm just. A, I'm a radical, and I like both. But like in a war, if it's like we have to, it has. There has to be a civil war. I'm on Karima's side. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a hell of a cause for wars over. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, like if I got to fight for a side, I'm Karima's all day. <laughs> All right, we'll let you go. Last men, one, last men, one. women, and children. <laughs> All right. Favorite show to binge watch? Um, right now I'm doing Sopranos. Okay, and that's because I'm young. I didn't see it, you oh. know. So like, I'm getting through it. My favorite show to binge watch. Oh, you know what? Something that I could always go back to, depending on like how high I am and bored I am. I could do Curb over and over again, and I could do. Uh, yeah, Curb, for sure. And then Game of Thrones, like, Curb and Game of Thrones. I've actually, yeah, that's my answer, Curb and Game of Thrones. <laughs> Anything on HBO you're good with. <laughs> HBO just takes care of the soul. Like, they know what's up. Yeah, they yeah. do. <laughs> they got they got everything. I can't ever go on HBO Go because I'll just be like, be like, oh, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch, there's like too much shit to watch. Absolutely, man. I'm trying to think of another one, but I just can't. There's nothing. Sometimes I got to turn some stuff off. But. <laughs> Sopranos is really, really good too. Uh, I don't, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what the replay value is because I haven't actually finished it yet. There's a lot of replay value. I've watched that like six times over. <laughs> cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite. My favorite episode of Curb is the one with Martin Scorsese. I have never seen Curb. You need of... to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. Don't tweak. <laughs> yeah, that show is just so funny, and the new episodes that they just made are fucking perfect. All right, <laughs> I'll go back and watch ha- it. Then. Ha- Wait, have you seen Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. We're both big Game of Thrones guys. All right, cool, cool. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that bad. I just haven't seen Curb. That one fell through the cracks, but I'm on Game of Thrones. I was about to hang up, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess one more random question is who do you want to see? Who do you think is going to take the throne? Um... You know what? I'm just so in at this point. I don't even care because it's so bussing. Like whoever takes it, takes it. Like <laughs> if the <laughs> like if the, whoever wins it, who you know, may the best man win at this point. If the Night King wants to get rid of everybody, like whatever they they didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. That would actually be so tight if at the end of Game of Thrones, the Night King takes over, and then there's like another series in the Night King's universe. You know. Damn, you're thinking down the line. <laughs> you gotta come to HBO yeah, right. with that idea. You're giving away too much. <laughs> right. I'm gonna ask, uh, what's his name, George R. R. Martin. Yeah. He'll have to. Uh, he'll have to give me them rights. We can. Uh, we can yeah. write the next. Tell him to cut the check. <laughs> cut me in or cut me out, HBO. Holla at me. <laughs> all right, Carrie. Thanks so much for joining us. And yeah, congrats on Operation Hennessy. And keep working. We're excited to see what you got coming up. 
Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. You're locked in to Independent Grind on Dash Radio. Tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern for the latest hip-hop news, music, and interviews. Independent Grind only on Dash Radio, baby. Tech 9!